Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, welcome back to another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of Freaking Our Weekend Review on WAYO LP Freaking Roger. Still also on Apple Freaking Podcast, Freaking Spotify, and Freaking SoundCloud if anyone freaking wants to know. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, my name is Taylor the Mossman Lofton, and with me as always to my left is Sandy the Sandman Vargas, and that is it. Flying by the seat of our pants, weakers and tweakers. And Doug Jordan is out. Persona non grata. Tadia Rizzer. Defecated. Decimated. Decapitated. Palpating. But we have a great freaking, absolutely freaking hilarious show for you. It has been one week. Since we last spoke. And we are approaching Valentine's Day. Now, I don't want to make it sound like this is a Valentine's Day special, but it is. We're going to be doing a lot of segments about Valentine's Day this day. Just Sandy and I, by design. Now, I want to talk a little bit about my favorite design St. Valentine the great saint of love and for weakers and tweakers who may not know St. Valentine was a terribly disheveled saint a meager minuscule some would call him a pauper some would call him a bum but what he had that couldn't be bought and that couldn't be sold and was extra large was his heart. In fact, that's what killed him. Big tiny heart, tiny little body. And you could see in his ribcage malformed that it was. Reminds me of some of those circus performers. Very, very little. Run around kind of doing the grunt work at the circus. Big rib cage, big fingers, long arms, short legs, tiny scrunched abdomen. What do you call those, Sandy Vargas? Um, I, I believe it, um, survey. You said a scrunched freaking abdomen? Yeah. Um, the press, uh, freaking press him. Press him is hyperthal, um, Hypothalamus, um, the pressable. I think it's something like the freaking pressable. Well, nevertheless, they are freaks. And St. Valentine, the first freak. A freak show he was. And yet, we named this holiday after him. And I wonder if you have any thoughts on how that may have came to be, Sandy the same man. Uh, yeah, um, first of all, freaking is a freaking Dickens, um, freaking drunk, and um, and I think the, the way, if I if I freaking recall correctly, um, and this is coming from the freaking Bible, uh, that 
and for a very long, uh, very freaking long time, freaking St. Valentine was freaking cast out uh, due to some of his freaking um, freaking deviancies. Um, because as we all freaking know, God and freaking Jesus and the Holy Ghost um, are a freaking shrewd bunch. Yeah. And um, please don't freaking interrupt me. Uh, you asked me to freaking explain something, and I'm trying to freaking do that. Um or what I was saying was freaking God, freaking Mary, Joseph, um, quite the freaking shrewd freaking bunch. Uh, except for freaking Joseph, who did quite a bit of freaking um, playing with himself. Yeah. For obvious freaking reasons. Right. Uh, freaking St. Valentine was once freaking cast uh, cast away like a freaking stone uh, until eventually um, some freaking um, teachings from freaking God uh, pierced through the freaking butthole cheeks and um, shined down upon uh, Moses with his great freaking stone freaking tablet and freaking chiseled he, he did and and so saith freaking God um, now we should freaking sing the praises of freaking deviancies now freaking deviancies are our freaking friend now we uh, shall not freaking shame ourselves and now we should um, pursue all freaking forms of freaking love and freaking love making, whether it be freaking uh, freaking sexual and freaking nature, or um, or more freaking digital, whether it be freaking penetrating um, and orifices with freaking uh, with your freaking digit digitally with your freaking fingers. Oh, digital, um, yeah. Like a freaking did like a freaking finger would be a digit if you freaking sexually um, digital. You do a freaking digital freaking, um, like a digital freaking, um, uh, lovemaking with freaking digitally. Um, what was the heck was I freaking saying? You I were, believe at that point they freaking brought freaking St. Valentine back and he was so happy to be, to rejoin the freaking society that he wrote everyone a little freaking thank you card and they had little arts and he brought freaking candy and, um, and that's how freaking got started pretty freaking sir. Yeah. Out from the shadows he crawled from a bit oblivion. From oblivion back into the graces, the good graces of God. But as he returned, naked as he was, for he had been out in the dark, dank muds of the outer realm, the village people noticed that there was something different about him and that when... He was on all fours crawling. He had a a heart shape where his anus was. Yeah. A heart-shaped anus. And that stamp, which what he would do is he would press his thumb to that shape and stamp it on the hands with love yeah. of the people in the town. And the townspeople loved him for it. God bless him. Yeah. And that's also why we give chocolate and 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 it's also why um we as a freaking people have such great respect for the freaking outer realm um because un, until until that freaking point until freaking saint valentine came freaking crawling with his freaking uh freaking heart-shaped uh freaking sphincter um no one had ever been able to freaking go to the freaking outer realm and never freaking return and with his freaking stamps and his freaking chocolate and his freaking candies and his freaking uh, and his freaking thanks and his little freaking cards he also freaking came bearing 
freaking story upon story of of the adventures uh, that he went through in within the freaking outer realm. And these are stories about freaking giants as tall as freaking uh, freaking twenty freaking beanstalk. Um, freaking uh, stories of freaking dwarven warriors um, with re- with with great freaking stone freaking mallets um, who who freaking traverse the freaking lands in order to freaking obliterate the freaking goblin race. Um, and and this is how a lot of freaking fantasy was freaking born as well. Yeah, and there would seem to be no end to his tales. He would go on and on about this realm that only he had been to. From the mud he was reborn, he would say. And he found it very difficult in that realm to spread his love, St. Valentine, to share the love within. And yet he continued to try and made love he did to a snake and a serpent. Yeah. And many great beasts. And that is actually many believe why we have dinosaurs. And is because of the basically the crossbreeding between freak and reptile. Yeah. And then so spurteth wings and wings set to no flight. Grounded they will be, cast into damnation for all of eternity. Yeah. And now we find them when we dig them up. Oddly enough, in stone. So it it all makes sense. It's just very surprising when it's laid out in chronological order. Yeah, and it was actually the freaking stone that eventually freaking killed freaking Saint Valentine because some of these freaking villagers, when he would start freaking going on and on about these freaking stories and these adventures and and some of these more freaking um, um, sexual freaking deviancies he had with freaking animals, um, that the, the villagers decided to take it upon himself and actually freaking stone Saint Valentine to death. And they said, they said some freaking deviancies uh, should be um, should be freaking cherished and 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 and. Celebrated, and some freaking deviancies um, shall hereby uh, stay uh, freaking buried, and hopefully freaking, uh, and hopefully nobody has run around freaking having sex with freaking animals anymore. Yeah, yeah. Well, God bless him, and on this day we bless him and bless him again, and he blesses us as well with that heart-shaped rear end of his, and God bless yeah. the both of us for being here. So on this St. Valentine's Day episode. We want to talk, first of all, a little bit about our week. And as Weakers and Tweakers heard at the top of the hour, Doug Jordan is not here. Got invited to a food supply trade show. Apparently, for some reason, the food suppliers that supply both him and Wang Noodle invited the two of them to do a demonstration of their collaboration and him and Wang went down early when the wee hours of the morn and set up their tools of trade and apparently are cooking away right now at a great throng of purchasers and supporters and Tadia Risser is gone back to Scottsdale Arizona he went no explanation as to why and I did want to take a little bit of time, Sandy, the saying, man, just talk a little bit about what we think might be going on with these two. I mean, Doug Jordan, we have always known to have some significant issues. Yeah. 
But this behavior from Tadia is wholly new and unexpected. Yeah, it's um, it's freaking shocking to say the freaking least. Yeah. Uh, and I am freaking shocked uh, to be having this freaking discussion. Yeah. Um, and I would love freaking answers. And it's it's one of those things where when he starts freaking talking about freaking Scottsdale, and we go, "What is freaking going on in Scottsdale?" And he and his face goes completely blank, and he says nothing. It's in moments like that where I go, "Okay, well, I'm being freaking lied to." Yeah. Yeah, I want to give everybody the benefit of the doubt, and that's what we usually do here on WAYOLGBTQ Rochester, but I can't help but feeling that Tadia is committed to something that he cannot say on the air or to us in our personal lives. And knowing what he has shared in the past, it makes me very freaking nervous. This is a man who lived in the YMCA for a significant portion of his life and made mess upon the head of a patron of that YMCA from above. And now his trials and tribulations across the country can't even be spoken of in private conversations. It makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, this this is the same freaking individual who freaking lived and operated in a uh, house of freaking self-prostitution. Yeah. He and several other men of his freaking age and disposition living together, all running simultaneous freaking webcam or freaking shows where they essentially freaking played with themselves. Yeah. And he, and he did that for, I'd say, better half of a freaking year before he started freaking poisoning some of these freaking young men. With baked goods. Yeah. And now here he is, unable to reveal his true intentions in freaking Scottsdale, Arizona. It's, it's freaking cause for concern. Yeah. Because he's been a freaking open freaking book since day freaking one. Yeah. Yeah. Now that book is freaking shut, and I feel like there's several freaking chapters of which... We are not not freaking being being uh, freaking shown, not being freaking read to. Yeah, yeah. Only time will tell. Well, geez, Louise, down to my knees. I had a tremendous week, and by tremendous, I mean absolutely exhausting. As weakers and tweakers, no, we are working diligently. We are working diligently on a brand new play and it's about a bird and this and the great waters of time and I gotta be honest with you I'm feeling pretty exhausted and like at some point soon Sandy we're gonna have to throw in the towel here and take a break for our own sanity because I'm getting driven off the wall working on this play day and night, scratching my bare bones, trying to figure out how to get it done before May 5th. As everyone knows, this play will debut on St. Crispin's Day, the 5th of May. Um, is, it, um, is it my sperm? Is it my freaking sperm? Is it freaking speak? You have the floor. Um, I've been very freaking vocal about this. Um, if you feel like you need to freaking throw in the towel, I freaking accept. 
Well, I, if you feel like you're ready to freaking throw up your hands and say, look, I don't, I don't think I can be freaking involved with this anymore. I accept. I think I can be cajoled to push forth a little while longer. Well, the way I freaking see it is that to put it freaking bluntly, you, you, man, you freaking seem to have said it yourself. Uh, you freaking hit the freaking proverbial, uh, freaking the proverbial freaking wall. And, and I think now is a freaking great time for you to, um, to take a freaking step freaking back. Um, and, and think about, you know, what's freaking important, uh, to you. And, and maybe I'll, you know, I'll, it might be uh, freaking difficult, but perhaps I'll freaking shoulder the freaking burden and uh, freaking power through, and, uh, and then I'll just freaking get this thing done. And then I think of the words of Doug Jordan's favorite musical act, The Doors, and when you hit that wall, you you have to break on through to the other side. Triumphant you will be. Bare chest and... Half naked, nipples hanging out, being very flagrant. And that is when the spirit of theater comes from within and starts to seethe out of your pores like a terribly odorous goo. I'm going to freaking stop you right freaking there. Um, I think I think there are also uh, examples um of 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 the of of the freaking of of uh there's also a great a great amount of freaking examples that would show that maybe you should freaking stop i i'm reminded of freaking the fabulous freaking actor freaking jane lg lewis uh who who freaking suffered a great deal uh upon his last freaking film and said you know what I freaking can't freaking do this any freaking more. And everybody said, everybody said, we freaking support you, freaking Daniel J. Lewis. And he hasn't freaking made a movie freaking since. I really like that movie, The Two Left Feet. Okay. It's a Daniel Day Lewis, a man in a wheelchair, suffering yeah. terrible ailments of the brain. Well, I mean, I've, mind I've seen the freaking film. Yeah, it's freaking hilarious. System. I, I absolutely freaking hilarious. I freaking agree with you. Um, I, I seem. I think you freaking missed the point of what I was freaking saying. But as far as freaking my two left feet is concerned, uh, well, absolutely freaking hilarious. And like the boy in two left feet, I will rise from that chair triumphant. Okay. And meet any task that is set before me, Sandy, I will push on. The play must go on, as Shakespeare mm-hmm. once said. Well, um... And right now, the play goes on in my head. Great. So. Well, uh, great. Yeah. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. We've got a great freaking show full of freaking our week's news and discussions. If you want to call in, join the conversation, call 513-914-6201. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. You might get put on blast. You also might get a prize or two. Without further freaking ado, our week's news and discussions starts freaking now. Last week, King Charles announced that
that he will be postponing all future engagements due to a prostate cancer diagnosis, according to People. After undergoing a procedure to treat an enlarged prostate last month, Buckingham Palace revealed on Monday that the king, who is 75 years old, has cancer. Quote, During the king's recent hospital procedure for benign prostate enlargement, a separate issue of concern was noted. Subsequent diagnostic tests have identified a form of cancer, the palace said in a statement. Quote, The king is grateful to his medical team for their swift intervention, which was made possible thanks to his recent hospital procedure. He remains wholly positive about his treatment and looks forward to returning to full public duty as soon as possible, the statement added. His Majesty has chosen to share his diagnosis to prevent speculation and in the hope that it may assist public understanding for all those around the world who are affected by cancer. So, geez louise down on my knees now what makes me very nervous and obviously we've all known about the king's giant prostate for quite some time it was his trademark many years ago and i just find the timing of this very nerve-wracking obviously to the west a great war brewing between Russia and the Ukraine. Then to the east, another war between Israel and Hamas. The stage is being set, Sandy Farkas, for a showdown. World War Three. And now you tell me our greatest ally, England, has lost its king. The only one who can unite the realm to fight the great axes of evil on all sides. And he is wallowing in a terrible amount of pain, a great pain from the loins. From betwixt his legs, he howls. Yeah, this is, this is a highly freaking unfortunate. Um, because if you, if you freaking crack open a freaking history freaking textbook, uh, the freaking text will, will read freaking, will read freaking tale after tale about freaking kings with all of their freaking enlarged freaking pieces, um, bulged out as far as the freaking Dickens. I mean, you think about freaking King Richard the, the Fourth. Um, King Davians um, of of London. Uh, yeah. uh, you can, I mean, there are more obvious ones. King freaking Howard, King Howard of Kinglandshire. Um, I mean, these are, I mean, these are some of the most famous freaking royal uh, kings of freaking medieval time, and and all of them had freaking great freaking protuberances in their freaking loins that used to freaking mean something. It used to mean. Um, it used to mean freaking fear. Yeah. Fear in everyone, in the eyes of everyone who freaking um, looked upon the, uh, such a freaking, uh, freaking phallus. And, and, and now we have a freaking king whose freaking prostate is so freaking enlarged, whose freaking penis is about to freaking explode with freaking prostate. Uh, 
and and it means something completely freaking different. It means yeah. freaking it means absolute freaking destruction and chaos. Well, and if you look at the history books and you look at World War Two, a lot of people always say, "Well, what caused World War Two?" And I say the answer is obvious: World War One. And then they say, well, then what caused World War One?" And I say, obviously, the Civil War. And, if, yeah. and you just keep going back and back and back. And now we are on the precipice. All the wars butting up against World War Three. There's nowhere to go. We have no other option. And yet, the king's mighty sword has become too heavy for him to carry. A burden it has become. I think that if he shall fall, an entire nation, likely the world shall fall with him. Now, they don't have like a Merlin like they used to back in the day that kind of just hangs around the castle in case something bad like this happens. Well, see, that's very freaking interesting. Um, because some, because there, I believe there's a freaking small school of thought that believes freaking Merlin never truly freaking died, um, and that his freaking soul uh, still wanders the halls of that great freaking castle, and uh, and 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 perhaps a freaking chant or a freaking spell could freaking lift his freaking curse, and he could come back and uh, bestow freaking power to freaking the king's mighty freaking sword and remove some of that freaking cancerous freaking pus and 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 bring freaking the kingdom to its freaking former freaking glory. Yeah. And I only hope that the spell, whatever it is does not carry some sort of curse on the back end the way that I have heard it has happened in the past. Like with King Louis. Well, geez, Louise down on my knees, King Louis V saved by a spell of Merlin's great spell. King Louis VI comes around and he's an absolute imbecile. Teeth grown yeah. into his brain. One eye is much lower than the other. Can hardly walk, can hardly breathe, can hardly eat on his own, has to sleep yeah. sitting up like the elephant man. And that was the great curse of Merlin and perhaps what caused Merlin to be pushed out from the public eye into the back corners where he can do his terrible, dirty deeds. Yeah, under the cloak of great invisibility. Yeah. It also makes me think of freaking King Charles II of freaking Spain, who they said was so freaking inbred that he didn't even learn how to freaking walk until he was 11 years old. Yeah. Imagine what he would do now. Imagine what he would say. Probably, probably jumbled up garble, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Probably some sort of vocalization unheard to the ear of man in a long, long time. And maybe rightly so, but maybe that is what we need in a moment like this. To gather around and to unify behind. I think this is kind of what has been causing me such struggle and strife lately and stress is the thought of this impending war and how we can unify the allies once again to rise up and do what must be done. 
Yeah, we just need to freaking get a absolute freaking vegetable of a freaking prince and wheel him out onto a great freaking stage and put a microphone in front of him and say, "Hey, hey, listen up, freaking world!" And then see what freaking happens. Last week, police arrested a Pennsylvania man who allegedly killed his dad and displayed his decapitated head on YouTube, according to E! News. 32-year-old Justin Moan was taken into police custody on suspicion of first-degree murder, abuse of a corpse, and possession of an instrument of crime with intent in connection with the death of his 68-year-old father, Michael Moan. In a YouTube video titled Moan's Militia Called to Arms for American Patriots, Moan wore rubber gloves while holding his father's severed head, first in a plastic bag, then later in a cooking pot, according to police records. Moan referred to his father as a traitor in the clip and called for the death of all federal officials as well as attacks on President Joe Biden's administration, the Black Lives Matter movement, the LGBTQ plus community, and Antifa activists. Moan's mother, Denise Moan, discovered her husband's body and called police. She told police she had left the family home around 2 p.m. and returned five hours later to find her son missing and the car registered in her husband's name no longer in the driveway. Using his cell phone location, police were able to locate Moan about 100 miles away from the crime scene at the National Guard base in Fort Indiana. So... Jeez Louise, down in my knees. This one is absolutely freaking hilarious. Now, Mr. Moan, Johnny Moan, or whatever his name is, a very bad boy. Deep, sick thoughts. We can't ignore that part. Part about going after LGBTQ+, community, Black Lives Matter, absolutely freaking terrible thing. But... In the name of show business, he did the ultimate sacrifice. He cut off his father's head. He probably started just like we're talking now, sitting around, coming up with ideas, and had a few listeners, a few followers, got kind of boring. People were like, show me something. I'm, he's seeing the numbers drop. And he thought, the show must go on. I'm sorry, did you just say his name was freaking Dunny? Wait, what did I say? I think he said, I believe his name was Dunny Moan. Well, it might be. I don't know. I, it is I a... Think, I don't think anybody's name is freaking Dunny. Um, I can't... I'm having a hard time freaking seeing, looking at this freaking story and seeing where his name was, but I don't... Maybe his name was freaking Dunny. Um... That is neither freaking here nor there. Um, I see what you're saying about freaking Dunny Moan and and the fact that he went to great lengths to keep people interested in his freaking um, freaking failing freaking YouTube freaking podcast. And um, he went he went a freaking route that I'm sure very few others have freaking taken before. And he freaking uh, severed his freaking father's freaking head. Yeah. Yeah. And his numbers went through the roof. That's the thing that they're not going to tell you in the news copy. But we here at Our Week in Review, we will announce that live on the air. The numbers went right through the roof. YouTube obviously had to pull the video. 
Not not after a freaking taking their freaking cut, of course. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, that's not freaking. They go. I, I bet there was one guy. I bet there was one freaking suit that said one of them was getting ready to pull it, and the other one was looking at the freaking numbers going up. He goes, "Just let it. Let's see. Let's let it go for freaking five more freaking minutes. Five minutes pass. They go. Just, let's just let it freaking sit for another freaking ten, and then we'll freaking take it down. And they're freaking counting their freaking current uh, all the way, and they're freaking laughing all the way to the freaking bank. Yeah, they're probably saying to themselves, "How do we know it's a real head?" Yeah. Yes, it's severed and it's covered in blood and the boy is trying to make it talk by moving the job and it's disgusting and it looks very real. I've never seen something that is exactly what I think it would look like, shockingly. Yeah. Somehow I didn't know it, but I had this image in my mind the whole time and it's been confirmed in every way. But until we have evidence that it's a head and not some sort of elaborate hoax, let's yeah. let it play out. Let's pull the plug as soon as they find the rest of this guy's freaking body. And until then, let's keep counting the freaking change. Well, that's a lot of rev. Last week, a high school student and his father were arrested after police served a search warrant in response to the teen threatening to shoot up a Rancho Bernardo High School, according to NBC7 San Diego. Police received several reports saying the suspected teen was showing concerning videos of making threatening statements against the school. That same day, the student, who was not named because he was underage, was arrested and taken to Juvenile Hall. Police took out a gun violence restraining order at the teen's home located on the 1100 block of Avenida Sivrita, just blocks away from the school. On Tuesday morning, unregistered, unserialized firearms, manufacturing supplies to make ghost guns, both rifles and handguns, as well as a large number of explosives and rocket-propelled grenades grenades were found at the home police said the father 45 year old neil anderson was arrested and booked in san diego county jail on several charges so i feel like it's kind of the same mindset these two loons and obviously we denounce them we say very bad Slap them on the wrist. Lock them up in jail. If they need to face a jury of their peers and a firing squad down the line, so be it. At the same time, where did he get the rocket-propelled grenades? That's what I want to know. Not for purchasing. Not for the possibility of purchasing. I just... I'm interested. Yeah. Um, I'd... I don't think I'd ever want to freaking purchase a freaking rocket-propelled grenade, but I would. Damn I would sure definitely like be to fire one. Yeah, shoot one. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, I wouldn't want to freaking just shoot it at freaking nothing. Like Doug Jordan's shed or something. Yeah, like a small building, like a shed or something. Like, like Doug Jordan's freaking shed would be honestly that would be freaking perfect. Last week, Carl Weathers, the actor known for his roles in Rocky, Predator, and The Mandalorian, died, according to People. He was 76. His family said in a statement Friday, according to Deadline and Variety, that Weathers died peacefully in his sleep. Quote, we are deeply saddened to announce the passing of Carl Weathers, said the family, adding, Carl was also an exceptional human being who lived an extraordinary life. Through his contributions to film, televisions, the arts, and sports, he has left an indelible mark and is recognized worldwide across generations. He was a beloved father, brother, 
grandfather, partner, and friend. Weathers, a former NFL linebacker, starred as boxer Apollo Creed opposite Sylvester Stallone in the Rocky films, starting with the 1976 original. He co-starred with Arnold Schwarzenegger in 1987's Predator, and he most recently starred as Grief Karga on Star Wars series The Mandalorian, which earned him an Emma nomination. So... Jeez Louise, down on my knees. They left out maybe his biggest role, Lando Calrissian. And I love... Anybody that knows me knows I love Lando. Yeah. A very suave swagger scoundrel. Uh, he is a freaking scoundrel, but he is a freaking scoundrel with a freaking heart of gold. And, and that was the sort of thing that freaking Carl Weathers freaking excelled, uh, freaking excelled at. Yeah. Was one minute you're freaking thinking, my gosh, this isn't this. I mean, freaking Lando's freaking done it again. He's freaking backstabbed freaking Han Solo. He sold uh, his freaking body to freaking Jabba the Hut and and the man with the freaking snake ponytail. And and then you go, this guy is a freaking. He is freaking rotten to the freaking core. Wouldn't you freaking know it? Yep, you freaking guessed it. Next freaking movie, guess who's freaking busting out freaking Han Solo out of his freaking frozen pod? Yeah, Lando Calrissian. That's, that's exactly it was a rhetorical freaking question it was freaking Lando Calrissian now obviously it's odd that in all the periodicals that I read about this they didn't make mention of his Calrissian backstory and I didn't realize that he had reprised the role of Calrissian in the Mandalorian I never watched that so Doug Jordan was obsessed with Baby Yoda. Had a little thing dangling from his windshield. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Doug Jordan is obsessed with freaking Baby Yoga, uh, as well as freaking Mike Jr. Um, they are both freaking Baby Yoga freaking fanatics. Um, and, uh, and and for the, for the record, I don't know what... I'm, obviously, I understand the freaking appeal of freaking adult freaking yoga, um, but Baby freaking Yoga has never freaking done it for me. Yeah. And when I... At one of his barbecues, took his dangling doll from the rearview mirror of his truck and thrust it upon a spear and put it in the fire as though it were a marshmallow. Doug Jordan was wholly upset. He was a very freaking unhappy. I freaking remember it freaking well. And as that tiny, terrible green bastard burst into flames. I almost noticed a howling coming from within its soul. I said, Doug Jordan, is this a dog toy with a squeaker inside? And he couldn't even freaking speak. He couldn't even freaking respond to you. I remember that. I remember seeing him. He was wearing freaking uh, sunglasses. And you said, Doug, Jesus, is this a freaking dog toy with a squeaker in it? He didn't freaking say a word. I just saw the freaking flames flickering in his sunglasses. And you said, Doug? And there was freaking nothing. And I said, freaking Doug. And there was freaking nothing. He got up freaking slowly and freaking stumbled off. He had freaking had a few freaking wine coolers and sauntered off into his bedroom. I heard a big freaking crash like he fell down the stairs a little bit. And we freaking did nothing. Kind of. And then you put, and then you took a chunk of the freaking flaming freaking yoga and put it between two graham crackers and took a bite of it. Yeah, and I guess I recall Teddy Richard filmed it and sent the video to Doug. Yeah. He never freaking said anything about it. He never he never freaking made mention of that ever again. Tasted absolutely awful. 
Yeah, I'm bad. Just like poison, like something you should not be eating. I also just freaking briefly want to freaking take umbrage with this last freaking Carl Weathers story. Um, because they did freaking omit something uh, that I freaking hold very freaking near and dear to my heart, and um, that is his freaking performance in one of my freaking favorite freaking Carl Weathers freaking films, uh, freaking Rocky Four. Um, which is the movie in which freaking Apollo Creed is freaking killed off. And it always freaking hit me like a freaking runaway freaking train. And now that he's actually freaking gone, it feels like that's freaking happening all over again. Yeah. And for Uyghurs and Uyghurs that don't know, Rocky Four is famous for uh, the inclusion of a freaking uh, sexy little freaking robot um, that Rocky freaking has. It's a little freaking robot freaking butler who Polly eventually freaking uh, has a romantic and then freaking sexual freaking relationship with. And um, yeah, he has freaking sex with a freaking robot. And rumor has it that the decision to include the robot was because they thought audiences would be so sad after Apollo died that they would need to replace the character of Apollo Creed with a happy-go-lucky female robot that audiences could see Polly have sex with. And it worked for a little while. It worked like a freaking charm. Well, it definitely made you stop thinking about Carl Weathers, that's for sure. Yeah. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. Just thought about Polly. Especially because those scenes were from the point of view of the robot, so it was just this large, old, naked, yeah. sweaty Italian man lumbering over heaving and hawing and a point of view camera. It, it was absolutely freaking hilarious. It made you feel sick a bit. Yeah, absolutely freaking hilarious and absolutely freaking disgusting. Yeah. So, God bless you, Carl Weathers, wherever you may be, hell or heaven, we salute you. Last week, Phoebe Bridgers slammed ex-Grammy head Neil Portnoy for saying women need to, quote, step it up to win awards. Quote, I hope you rotten piss, Bridges said, according to Variety. Portnoy, who served as the chairman and CEO of the Recording Academy from 2002 to 2009, stirred up controversy in 2018 when he was quoted saying, quote, women who have the creativity in their hearts and souls need to step it up in response to a question about the lack of nominated women in the award show. That year, the only woman who was presented a solo Grammy during the awards telecast was Alicia Cara, who took home Best New Artist. Quote, I have something to say about women. The ex-president of the Recording Academy, Neil Portmoy, said that if women want to be nominated in the Grammys, they should step it up. So... And to him, I'd like to say, I know you're not dead yet, but when you are, I hope you rot in piss, Bridges said. I, to me, that is so freaking insulting. What she freaking said to him. Yeah. This... I mean, this guy was the, I mean, he was the freaking president of the Recording Academy. I mean, this is freaking Neil freaking Portnow that we're freaking talking about. Yeah. He's done more for freaking music than, geez, been, yeah, geez, at least anybody that I can freaking think of it, with the exception, the obvious exception of freaking Phil freaking Spector. Yeah. And Portnoy has a complaint. 
And that complaint is, no, I'm not dead yet. But I wish I was after you just said that about me because my feelings are so hurt. And I feel terribly, terribly hurt. But at the same time, so is she. She felt that she could achieve. She could be a winner. And she didn't need to step it up. Step up to what, she said. Now, have I ever heard of Phoebe Bridges? Yes, I have. And a great fan I am. And that is why it is so shocking to hear her speak this way. One of my favorite songs by her, Blessed is the Night. A disco dance tune from which... Hello? I I don't know. I What the heck was that? I lost my train of thought. I was trying to think about her song that I like so much and Blessed you can is Stop Dead in Your Drags. Well, it I've came to a screeching halt. I mean, I, you're still it seems like you're still in it kind of. I have a terrible time talking about some of this stuff because I'm so conflicted. What do you mean? Well, I just care about Phoebe Bridges so much and yet I don't want to hear her talk this way and speak this way about other people. Okay. And I also love her music and I can't seem to name a single song. Well, I, that's because I'm getting a little choked up, obviously. And if Uyghurs and if there was a video element to this radio show, Uyghurs, that would be called a TV show, actually. And we did actually for some time think about doing a TV show for Uyghurs and Tweakers. We never talked about it on the air. But, yeah, for quite a while, we were thinking about doing a primetime TV show. And I tell you what we wouldn't freaking do. Wouldn't freaking freaking cut our freaking father's head off and freaking put it in a freaking cooking pot and put that on the freaking TV show. The ratings would have to be terribly, terribly low. Yeah. So, and it wasn't even going to be a weekly show. We were going to do it every day. And it was going to be a national show is what we were planning. But sort of like a freaking Rosie or a freaking Island type freaking show. Yeah. Daytime, a daytime freaking talk show. Um, Someone like freaking uh, Christy Stewart, um, Ellen Jenner's, um, Drew, Drew Barrymore. Um, Sally Jeffrey, Raphael. Sally Jeffrey, Raphael, Morton Downey Jr., um, Ricky Lake. And we and actually when we were kind of planning it, we were thinking one of our first guests would be Stormy Daniels. Yeah. This and was then she freaking, and then she freaking blew up and we were this freaking close before. Yeah, this was before obviously the the shocking the sex with Trump. Yeah. So Man, boy, that would have—we'd be—that would have been a, a different freaking trajectory to say the freaking I know, words. I know. We had the freaking finger on the freaking pulse of that one, but we freaking hesitated. And me you know all's well that freaking ends well. Yeah, sometimes I think we made the wrong decision, but I—we yeah, strive forward. Too. Obviously, we're working on greater things. We're working in theater now, the highest art form, mm-hmm. and. We're doing radio, which is the second highest art form. So there's no problem. Either way. Last week, Hootie and the Blowfish singer Darius Rucker was arrested on drug charges, according to E! News. 
The Hootie and the Blowfish singer was arrested in Tennessee and charged with two counts of simple possession and casual exchange as well as violation of registration law, the Williams County Sheriff's Office said in a statement. He was released on $10,500 bond. Following the arrest, Rucker's lawyer said in a statement to E! News that the 57-year-old is fully cooperating with authorities related to misdemeanor charges. In 2013, Rucker's spoke out on his past experience with substances and shared why he had moved away from that lifestyle. Quote, doing drugs and drinking every night, I've done that. He told the Los Angeles Times, trust me, I've done enough for everyone. It's just hot how I want to live anymore. Becoming a dad helped change his mindset on both his life and music as he welcomed daughter Caroline with Elizabeth Ann Phillips in 1995. He went on to welcome kids Daniela, 22, and Jack, 19, with wife Beth Leonard. So, geez, Louise, down on my knees. How far can you fall? Yeah. I mean, this guy was sitting high on the hog, and they used to say that about him a lot because he was. One of the famous antics Hootie and the Blowfish would get into was they'd get very, very drunk, very, very high, and basically, at all their shows, someone would bring a hog. Yeah. And Hootie would end up riding around on it. Yeah. Puffing away like a chimney. Yep. Freaking, they go up oh, there, freaking Jerry's Jucker, freaking high on the hog again. And sometimes it's freaking hogs. Sometimes they would freaking withhold freaking meals from it for freaking days at a time. So the hog oftentimes would run into the freaking crowd, and freaking and freaking Hootie would be freaking holding on to that thing for freaking dear life. To be honest with you, I don't know that it's appropriate to mention it now, but one time it got a hold of a child. And And obviously, I think it was something like almost like seven or eight shots to get the freaking hog down. And at that point, it had already gnawed off most of that kid's freaking leg. Well, and several of those shots went right into the boy. So it was lights out. I mean, he went freaking blind and he couldn't freaking move a muscle, but he freaking did live. His quality of life is very low, to say the least. But but what we're saying is this is an underreported story. And now finally, as Hootie's getting his life turned around, they're bringing out these stories from the past. Bringing up old dirt. Yeah. It's a shame. It's a shame what the media does to people. They smear them. They pap smear them, really. Yeah. They put Darius Rucker's legs up in stirrups and said, this is going to feel very, very cold and it's going to hurt very, very much. Man, you, you, you guess what? They freaking guess who, guess who freaking walks into the freaking room. Yep, you guess it. Very same freaking hog. And they say, they say, go to the freaking trough, hog. And the freaking, and there's freaking Darius with his freaking, with his freaking legs in the freaking stirrups. And, and little does freaking Darius know they put a freaking carrot in his freaking rear. And the freaking hog is freaking going to town on him. Absolutely freaking hilarious. But at the same time, can't they let the man move on? Yeah. Can't they allow him to enjoy the twilight years of his life? His children are grown. His wife, his name Leonard, God bless him. Yeah. He used to live with Bijou Phillips. Got out of that. And God bless him for that. And now they're dragging the man. Ten tons of bricks. 
It's sad. It's very sad. But I guess it's necessary. Last week, James Cameron revealed he had already planned for Avatar 6 and 7, according to People. Avatar 3 may have not hit the theaters yet, but James Cameron has already got plans for the 6th and 7th films in the franchise. French fries franchise in an exclusive interview with people at the 51st annual Saturn Awards in Los Angeles on Sunday the director 69 opened up about the sequels and his involvement quote we've fully written through movie 5 and I've got ideas for 6 and 7 although I'll probably be handing off the baton at that point Cameron told people I mean mortality catches up but I mean we're enjoying what we're doing we're loving it We get to work with great people. Cameron, who was honored with four awards at the ceremony, including Best Film Director, also spoke about how he wants Avatar to be a franchise like Star Wars and Star Trek. So, geez, Louise, down on my knees. More of these blue guy films are definitely coming. And buckle up because they're the, it's a wild ride watching these. They're basically fish people. And they're swimming. They're diving. They're flying on the backs of giant butterflies and eagle scouts. It is a wild ride. And, geez, Louise, down on my knees. I haven't seen but one of them. You, I'm sorry, you haven't seen, you haven't seen, you only seen them, one of them? Yeah, the first one. Oh, freaking, yeah. Um, well, I, I saw the, nope. Hello? Who is, what, who is this? It's Taylor. I. What are you doing? Why is this happening? I just wanted to, I thought I was finishing my I, sentence. I was in the middle of freaking talking. Well, I was just going to say after Giovanni Rabizzi died in the first one, I saw no need. I, you know, and and I was gonna go. I was gonna say something else. I was gonna go and freaking freaking defend freaking number freaking two and talk about how much I freaking love the freaking fish, uh, the inclusion of all the freaking fish. Um, but then you, then all of a sudden, I I feel like I've been struck by a freaking bus because I forgot freaking Giovanni Ribisi was even in the freaking first one because I I have only seen the first one but once. Yeah, and. The thing about Rabitzi is when he swaggers onto set, he does so with a pronounced bravado that almost reminds you of actors of the days of old. Jack Nicholson, Carl Weathers, Lando Calrissian. Yeah, to name but a few. Just a few I can only think of right now. I yeah, probably. the big ones. The big ones, I would say, would be. Let's see, geez, there's freaking Jack, probably number one, probably on top of the freaking list, all the way up there at the freaking tippy top. Freaking there sits freaking Jack, um, one of a freaking kind. I guess underneath that is, um, I guess freaking, I guess, geez, please, um, I'm thinking freaking James Woods is pretty freaking good. I'm thinking, well, maybe it's that guy who, he played uh, Ross's dad on Friends. Elliot Regan Gould. Elliot Gould. I think it probably goes Jack, Elliot Gould. And there's a couple of empty Regan slots. Yeah. Um, And then maybe Regan, then, geez, I don't know, maybe Regan Rabizzi. Giovanni, Giovanni Regan Rabizzi. And yet, they blew their load with him. Yeah. A big blast of cream. Popped yeah. forth, and Rabitzi's face was covered in it. Yeah. And then... I remember that scene. Say la vie. 
one of the freaking blue guys had been freaking playing with himself. Freaking Ribitsi knocked on the door, but he freaking knocked and opened. He did the freaking fatal mistake. Never freaking knock and open. You got to knock, wait a beat, then freaking open. Wouldn't you know it? Freaking Ribitsi, Divani freaking Ribitsi freaking does a knock and open. And freaking blue guy, number one, goes, no, don't. And then, but it's freaking too late. There's already a freaking blast. The guy gets absolutely freaking covered head to toe in freaking blue cream. Freaking, and it's freaking piping hot freaking blue cream. Cause their freaking, cause their freaking seed comes out freaking piping hot, like yeah. freaking molten freaking lava, freaking cooks them, if I freaking remember correctly, freaking in, in, absolutely freaking incinerates them right there. It was kind of an odd ending for Rabizi in that one. And Joe Pantoliano is on the list. I was gonna say John Goodman, but that might just be because he's so large. Yeah, I think you're getting confused. You're just confusing it with his freaking how vast his freaking body mass is. Yeah. Well, we look forward to these movies. Yeah. James Cameron won't likely live to see the end, but God bless him for trying. Dom DeLuise. Well, that's just another fat guy. Yeah, 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 you're right. I'm sorry. I'm getting confused again. Absolutely freaking hilarious. Weakers, yeah. tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. It's been a great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking Our Week in Review. We love you so very freaking much. We're so freaking hot and for you. Stay safe out there, and we'll see you freaking next week. Well, geez, Louise, I thought that went quite well. Um, yeah. Look, I'd love to, I'd love to freaking, um, keep freaking talking to you, but... Um, I'm catching a freaking ride. Um, I'm heading up to freaking Cuga Lake. I got to play some Cuga Lake. I'm going to freaking hold up for the freaking week and try to freaking crack this freaking play. That's what I've been saying I need to do. Put pen to paper. Get this, I got all these I thoughts. Know. I know. I'm really just, I think you would be freaking bored if I'm being freaking honest with you. No, it sounds perfect. And you know I got all this free time right now on my hands. And I'm just trying to fill my schedule up. All right, you can come with us. Thank you. This has been a production of Our Week Studios. W-A-Y-O-L-P Rochester.